Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with Freedom Through Faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. We now rejoin today's message already in progress. Everything Jesus taught had two aspects to it. You had the spiritual aspect as well as the natural aspect. In the spirit, the sower sows the word into the person's heart. And Jesus describes here the four conditions of a person's heart. At the same time, he's teaching spiritual aspects. He is teaching natural aspects. That God provides. Amen. And here you see the sower sows the word. His job is to sow. When you get ready and you in Jesus' day, and you had to plant your fields by hand, And you had to tend your fields by hand. And you had to harvest your fields by hand. It was very typical to either, one, form like a conglomerate co-op system where I'll help you and you help me when it's time for mine. And you did it that way. Or you could hire people to take care of this. Remember in the Old Testament, the story of Ruth? And Boaz, Boaz had hired all these people to bring in his harvest, to thresh the floors. The women were threshing the floors and he had the harvesters out. Remember he said, tell these young men, don't touch this woman. Right? So you could either do it yourself, you could form a co-op with other farmers, or you could hire people to come work for you. Remember, Jesus gave the parable about the laborers who he hired for a dollar a day. Then he'd go back at nine in the morning, hired, you know, said, well, whatever's fair, I'll give to you. Then he went back at noon, went back at three, went back at five o'clock, and then he paid all of them one dollar. And they said, well, that's not fair. These guys worked all day, and these guys only worked. He's talking spiritual things, but at the same time, relating it to the natural. So let's look at this. The sower sows the word. And Jesus is using the example of natural things 
to impact spirit with spiritual implications. So right now, let's look at the natural aspect and then we'll relate it back to the spiritual. The sower sows the word. Sometimes he sowed and it fell on hard ground. Sometimes he sowed and it was among stony ground. Sometimes he sowed and it was in the area where weeds were growing. And sometimes he sowed and it was good ground. But the sower was hired to sow. He did not go and tell the land, you know, we're going to, we'll use Mr. A, Mr. B, Mr. C, and Mr. D. Farmer A hires the sower. And the sower comes out, says, where do you want me to sow? He goes, right there. This is my land. Well, is this all hard, clotty dirt? I mean, you got to break it up and stuff. I'm not sowing seed here. Hey, I bought the seed. It's right here. You're a planter. You're a sower. You do it. Is the sower going to turn down employment when he's already informed the landowner, look, you, you didn't prepare the ground properly. This ground's too hard to receive the seed. And the landowner says, here's the money. I'm hiring you to do a job. Do the job. Now, he's going to take the seed and he's going to sow it. Even though the ground is not going to receive the seed, he turns around and gets ready to leave at the end of the day and the whole field is covered with birds. Birds are eating up the seed. Jesus related it in the spiritual, Satan stealing the word out of a person's heart. But in the natural, we can go back to Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 and 25, where consider the birds and your heavenly father feeds them. They didn't have to plant seed. They didn't have to take care of the seed. They didn't have to reap the harvest. No. God took care of the birds. Back in our example that we're talking about, the sower sows the word, and he's hired by farmer A to come and sow. That's his job is to sow. His job is not to harvest. His job is not to tend to the weeds. His job is not to counsel the farmer. He has been hired to do a specific job, and that is to sow the seed. So he sows it. He told the farmer, hey, you're just wasting your time here. And the farmer says, I don't, that's as good as it's going to get. Plant the seed. Sow it. So he sows it, gets all done, turns around. The birds are having a feast because their heavenly father has provided for them. The sower put in the work. He labored to plant that seed. Even though it wasn't planted very good, it just scattered around on the hard ground. That's what the field owner wanted. And that's what he got. Whose responsibility is it that the ground was not prepared? It was the landowner. The landowner was the one who was responsible for preparing the ground, not the sower. So the next day, Farmer B has hired the sower. The sower shows up at Farmer B's house. 
He says, okay, the field's ready. Go ahead and sow. And the sower goes out, and he sees all these rocks and sticks and roots. He says, you haven't prepared. I mean, thank God it's plowed, but, I mean, you haven't done anything to get the rocks out of the way. You know, this isn't going to work. The ground's still not prepared properly. And Farmer B says, sow. So he sows. And some of the seed falls among the rocks. Some of it's still on hard ground and the birds come and have a feast there too. But some of it has fallen down in between the rocks and it starts to grow. But since it wasn't planted properly into proper good ground, it soon dies off when heat's applied. In other words, and we'll relate back to the spiritual now, a so-called born-again believer has received the sown word into his heart. And when he goes to work, he gets ridiculed. You, you went to listen to that preacher. Are you kidding me? You went and heard so-and-so preach. You know he's one of them prosperity preachers. You know he's one of them guys that, that like, you know, he believes in healing the sick. Oh, come on, give me. They're all actors. They're paid to do that stuff. And he's ridiculed. The heat is being applied. And that stony heart where that root had taken hold, that stony heart did not allow it to properly be planted and it soon died and he's back to his old ways whose responsibility was it to prepare that heart the landowner the church the pastor not the sower his job was to sow the sower sows the word. It does not say the sower prepares the ground to receive the seed. It Show me in the Bible where it says that. Because it's not in there. Nowhere in the Bible did Jesus say the sower is the one responsible for preparing the ground to receive the seed. Nowhere. He said and made a point of saying the sower sows the word. Sometimes God uses the word that is sown to feed the birds of the air. You might be called to preach or called to witness to this person here. And they're like, mm-hmm, whatever. And turn around and walk away. Little did you know, nine-year-old Johnny sitting over on the side heard everything you said. That seed that was scattered, that little bird just ate up. And that seed has been planted now into his heart and his spirit. And 20 years from now, when little Johnny is serving the devil with all his might and realizes one day, this isn't right. There's something else. And he will hear your voice. Come up from his heart, witnessing the words you spoke to that person who said, mm hmm, whatever, and walked off. You see, the sower sows the word. 
He is not responsible for the condition of the ground he's sowing into. He's hired and charged to sow the word. Period. Sometime now the next day, the sower shows up over with Farmer C. Farmer C says, I've got the ground ready. Go on out there and take care of it. And it looks good. I mean, this this field, there's no rocks in it. It's not hard. It looks good. Now, there's a few weeds that, you know, he didn't take care of. But, hey, for the most part, it's, it's, out of the three days, it's the best one so far. So the sower sows. Now, if you had any type of garden... If you had a flower garden out in front of your house and you worked and labored on it for two or three days in the spring and you got it all pretty and you planted some pretty flowers there and then you went away on vacation for a couple weeks and came back, you soon found your little garden overrun with weeds. Because if you don't pull that weed root out, but you just break it off, and the root is actually still under three inches of soil, it will continue to do what roots do. Sprout a weed. Amen. Farmer C, the surface looked good, but he didn't get the roots out. He didn't take care of the weeds. The sower sowed the word. His job is to sow. The sower sows into that field and leaves. It's not the sower's responsibility to handle the weeds that pop up in the field. It's not the sower's responsibility to come back every three days and pull up any weeds that are showing up. That's the pastor's job to tend to the flock. It's not the sower's job to decide what ground he's going to sow into. It's not the sower's responsibility to decide the condition of a person or a congregation's heart to receive the word that's being sown. It's the pastor's. Amen. It's the individual person sitting in the congregation because they can have their heart closed off and not hear one word the pastor's preaching. I've been there and done that. I thought I got saved when I was confirmed in the Lutheran church at age 16. And every person, once I joined the army and began running and doing things that soldiers did in the army, talking the way, I mean, we could, we could, cuss, we could cuss better than the sailors, I tell you. And someone say, you know, I'm going to this church over here. Are you saved? Are you born again? Oh, yes, amen. I would suddenly get all righteous. Oh, yes, amen. I was saved at age 16, as a matter of fact. Yes, amen. Being all self-righteous, I didn't want to hear a thing they had to say. But then, and I'm not going to go into the story about January 25th in 1992, 11.35 p.m. Eastern Time in a little empty apartment room in Columbus, Georgia, where I met the Lord. As I cried out to him, 
And then I went to do my scripture reading. And Psalms 34 verse 7 said, The poor man heard this man's cry. The Lord has heard this poor man's cry and shall deliver him from all his trouble. And instantly got born again and born in the spirit at the same time. Glory to God. But that word that had been sown suddenly took root. It had been on hard ground. And birds had tried to devour it. Instead, they knocked it over in between the rocks. And a few times it tried to sprout. But ridicule and pride stopped it. And then eventually the rocks got removed and the ground still had that seed sitting at the top. And it fell down in to the earth and started to take root. But there were so many cares of this world that it wasn't producing any fruit. But then one day, one day, that seed took over. And little by little, I started pulling the weeds out and throwing the rocks aside using my spade and digging up that hard clots of ground and the field had been prepared and that seed was still there. It wasn't much of a harvest. But you took the little bit of grain that came from that one stalk that popped up and the sower sowed the word again. And this time he had a little bit of grain to work with and the ground had been prepared and the harvest became a little bit better. And you took that grain and gave it back to the sower. And the sower sowed the word. And that seed was planted. The ground had been prepared. Whose responsibility was it? The individual. Coupled with his pastor. Because I was attending churches that didn't mean anything to me. I was going for show. I was going to church just to check the box because it's what I did and the pastors God love them when I say the responsibility falls on the pastor for preparing the ground that also means they are responsible for sowing the seed they have but when I'm focusing today on the individual And the calling Jesus has given to each individual who said, As you go, preach the kingdom of heaven's at hand. That's the seed you need to sow. And it is not your responsibility to go into a church and say, I perceive in the spirit that this is hard ground. So I'm going to take the next three weeks and I'm going to plow this field. Before I plant any word, I'm going to tear your hard ground up. And I'm going to cast some of you out of here. You're just hard rocks in this church. And those that remain, you better not be weeds because if you are, I'm going to identify you and I'm going to spray you down with weed killer. No, that is not the person's job who sows to do that. It is the pastor's job to soften and prepare that ground to receive the seed. It is the pastor's job 
to identify the troublemakers, to pray for them. Don't you don't kick them out. If someone comes in with long hair, torn blue jeans, tattoos all over his arms and face, ear piercings in every place. Sorry, son. We don't take your kind here. No. You love on them. Let them sit under the word. Give them front row seats. Give them preeminence. Make them feel worthy. Because all these things they're doing is for attention. Give them what they crave. Give them the attention. And soften up that heart. That they will hear. You may be the first person, Pastor, that made this person feel like somebody cared. What that did is soften up the ground. It may still be full of rocks. It may still contain a lot of weeds. But at least Satan didn't come and steal it. But even if that person's heart still remains hard... His girlfriend that was with him heard everything you just said, seen everything you just did to help minister to this young man. And she seen it. That seed that scattered, some fell on the hard ground. And Satan came immediately, sent his birth. This little birdie ate that seed and was nourished. Amen. Don't look at the natural. Look at the spiritual. But for you, the church member, don't look at the spiritual. Look at the natural. It is not your job to prepare the ground. If you are asked to give a testimony, if you could be a preacher and you receive an invitation to come preach in another denomination's church, Well, you know, they just don't believe the way I do. That doesn't matter. Pray with wisdom that you receive wisdom in what seed to plant. But it's not your job to prepare the ground. It's your job to do what Jesus said. Preach that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, and cast them devils out. Freely receive, freely give. Take the word that God gives you at that moment in time, as you've been hired to go to that church, and sow the word. Just as in Jesus' day, they would hire a sower, a professional planter to come in. He said, here's the seed, there's the ground. You take the seed that God gives you to plant into that ground. You don't look at it and say, man, this is hard ground here. I'm I'm just wasting my time. All right, Jesus loves you. Jesus wants you saved. Anybody want to get saved? All right, I'm out of here. Have a great day. No. You still go through the complete motions, the complete actions of sowing the word. That is your job. 
The sower sows the word. Period. You don't prepare the ground. You sow the word. You don't go through, well, this person over here, he's looking at me all smug and self-righteous. Let me just go ahead and start preaching on, on pride and preaching on, you know, being smug when a guest preacher comes in. That's not your job. Your job is to preach the word. Sow the word. What word are you going to sow? Whatever the Holy Spirit gives you at that moment in time. You may be in a Baptist church. And the, the word of the Lord comes up on the inside of you and says, ask if there's anyone that needs to be healed and bring them up and I'll heal them. Oh, we don't do that in Baptist churches, Brother Bob. It's not your job to prepare the ground. Your job is to do what? Sow the word that you receive at that moment in time. Jesus said, don't worry. You know, the Apostle Paul said, don't worry about what you're going to say at any particular moment in time. The Holy Spirit will give you everything you need to say. Amen. As we get ready to close, I want to focus on sowers sow the word. That's all you have to do. And as you go, we never got to Farmer D. His field was completely ready. And the sower did the same thing he did with Farmer A when that ground was hard as a rock. He did the same job he did with Farmer B when there was rocks and stones throughout the whole field. And he did the same job that he did every day even when he went to Farmer C who had all the roots in the field. The sower sowed the word. It's not your job to look or consider the field you're sowing into. The sower sows the word. And that's where I want to leave you at today. If, you, if this ministered to you, if this opened your eyes, I need you to email me at brotherbob at ftfm.org. Let me know. We, if you've never received Jesus as your Savior, this is the day and the hour that this seed is being sown into the field of your heart. Just pray this with me right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you and praise you that this seed is now in good ground. And I give to you my heart to till it and remove the rocks and the thorns and the weeds from it that is good ground that produces a harvest for you. And I thank you for it. I thank you, Jesus, for coming into my heart, coming into this field of my heart and planting this word that it takes root, grows, and prospers. And I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. If you prayed that prayer, email me again at brotherbob at stfm.org because we want to rejoice with you. Be blessed in all that you do. You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's FTFM.org. 
Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.